The RCR shop has great gift ideas. From great looking tees, hoodies, caps, tote bags, bumper stickers and more. The RCR shop is now open at www.realitycheck.radio forward slash shop. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. I always look forward to Thursday morning. Two features on a Thursday. Of course, we have our Money Talks feature. More about that uh, a bit later. And we also have Perigo's perspective. Lindsay Perigo dials in. I missed you, Lindsay. Hi, <laughs> what are you talking about? I missed you. You were away without leave. <laughs> yeah, I went AWOL, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Gabbing I was, about, I, I hear. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Doing God's work as always and um, uh, spending a bit of time in Auckland. You know, it was really wonderful, Lindsay. You've probably had this over and over because you, 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 well, you're still a star, but you were a real star on TV. And you would have gone places and people instantly recognized you. Did you get many people coming up thanking you for what, for the work you did? No, thank heaven. <laughs> but <laughs> I have to say, I, I didn't put myself in that position a lot. One tended to go into the the network centre as it was then and seclude oneself, go about one's business, record, do the live show, and then disappear in a cab. Yeah, (laughs) fade away. Well, no, this is is between getting off the plane and getting on the bus. So um, there are RCR listeners everywhere, Lindsay, let me tell you, and they're the most beautiful people. Well, that's marvellous and well-deserved. And if if you were being recognised, given that you, you don't appear visually on RCR... Well, no, we're on the back of buses and billboards, you see. Yes, yes, well... There's, that, a, there's that guy! <laughs> you know. that, that's subversive. Is that Dad? <laughs> yeah. So I just thought I'd mention that because that was a, that was a, a lovely thing. And, it, you know, it's it's a wonderful feeling when someone is genuinely telling you and and it's not just me personally it's it represents all of us actually we're all in it together you know that that it me- really means something to them as i know i'm sounding a bit sort of um soppy but you know it, it meant a lot to me anyway I, I just thought you would have had hordes of fans like always like chasing you down the streets back in the day <laughs> good lord no i would have been a bit worried about that <laughs> yeah get me out of the brain dead brain dead um <laughs> all right we've um We've, we talked to Shane Jones earlier in the week. He had a few interesting things to say about how the, the coalition has come together. Um, RCR listeners are very engaged in that. We had a lot of response to that. So um, it's still top of mind. And I, I was wondering, what would Lindsay be making of all of this? Well, funny you should say that. That is the subject of my discourse this morning. I have to say, you had a magnificent Monday to which I shall be referring in the discourse. So, are we ready? Is the floor mine? The floor is yours. You can pledge allegiance to the king. (laughs) This one's a bit woke. Okay. Whenever you're ready. As discussed, there was no Perigo's perspective last week as RCR were evidently taking some R and R, meaning I haven't yet had a chance to comment on the content of the coalition deal. Now that it's in effect, too much tumult and shouting, not to mention screeching and squawking from the vinegar vixens of one nitwit news and news dump, stuffed and the anti-New Zealand feral, 
all quacking and vocal frying from the same songbook, I can only say that on the face of it, if it can deliver, this will be a coalition of deliverance. Deliverance from the woke fascist nightmare of the past three years and the odious globalist anti-humans who have driven it. I had to rub my eyes in edification and gratification when scrolling through such bullet points as emphasis on reading, writing, and maths. Good Lord, or good parent person, what are the teachers going to do? No cell phones in class. No cell phones. That may cause more riots than only brown lives matter. The little snots will be in permanent tantrum mode. And again, that's just the teachers. No gender and sexuality indoctrination. No drag queen story time to give toddlers nightmares. Now, this may prove difficult as well. Only trans lives matter bullies are much better than toddlers at throwing their toys out of their cots, and they're doing it already. Abolition of the Māori Health Authority. What's that? Why is there such a thing in the first place? I looked it up. Te Akafai Ora works with both the Ministry of Health and Te Fatu Ora. They are responsible for ensuring the health system works well for Māori, leading change in how the entire health system understands and treats Māori health needs, developing strategy and policy which will create better health outcomes for Māori. So Māori health needs are different from everyone else's. Imagine the brouhaha if there were a Caucasian health authority developing strategy and policy to create better health outcomes for Caucasians. For that matter, why do we have a te pā te māori? Imagine the brouhaha if a te pā te pākeha were to be formed. Personally, I think we should be free to have a te pāti anything, but te pā te māori, alas, is not so libertarian. Question its theology, and you're a racist white supremacist to be cancelled and shoved down George Orwell's memory hole. Repeal the Therapeutic Products Act 2023. Well, that's a triumph for Winston in particular. I know little about it, since the only therapeutic product I'm familiar with is Shiraz, for the vitamins and minerals, of course. But repeal must be good because Gary Moller supports it, and he is a most excellent freedom lover. Repeal amendments to the Smoke-Free Environments and Regulated Products Act 1990 and regulations before March 2024, removing requirements for denicotization, removing the reduction in retail outlets and the generation ban, while also amending vaping product requirements, and taxing smoked products only. Now, this in particular has the vinegar vixens in a frenzy. Had they been around in 1933 in America, when prohibition of alcohol was repealed, they would assuredly have staged a flounce on Washington. Prohibition is their thing. Everything should be either illegal or compulsory. 
I think the government should rub it in the Puritans' noses by phasing out the tax as well. Double whammy, you see. Prove that it's not just about the revenue and uphold my body, my choice. In the absence of a referendum, our government will not change the official name of New Zealand. Well, now, this memo does not seem to have got through to the vinegar vixens who continue to virtue signal about some place called Aotearoa. Damned if I can find it on a map. Then again, maps, I suppose, like sheet music, are racist. Ensure publicly funded sporting bodies support fair competition that is not compromised by rules relating to gender. Well, that's weasel words for, if you have a penis, don't compete in women's sport on the taxpayer dime. Shouldn't be controversial. But the alleged champions of women's rights have been conspicuously absent on this. Make English an official language of New Zealand. Ensure all public service departments have their primary name in English, except for those specifically related to Māori. Require the public service departments and crown entities to communicate primarily in English, except those entities specifically related to Māori. This one had me scratching my head. As far as I can detect, English hasn't been spoken in New Zealand for quite some time. For years, it was an endangered species. Then it became extinct to be replaced by the fry-quacking of the vinegar vixens. I'm joined by our panel. It's it's a lot of money for Labour to be spending. And it's a lot of Chris, and that is the job of you as the government to make sure that Twitter. As Professor Higgins would say, heavens, what a sound. One common language I'm afraid we'll never get. Oh, why can't the English learn to set a good example to people whose English is painful to your ears? The Scotch and the Irish leave you close to tears. There even are places where English completely disappears. Well, in America, they haven't used it for years. We need an English language week every week for the four years of the government's term. But back to the coalition of deliverance. Protect freedom of speech by ruling out the introduction of hate speech legislation and stop the Law Commission's work on hate speech legislation. That's the best bit of all. Here was an excellent answer by David Seymour, on one Nitwit News's Q&A. Last question. All tertiary institutions receiving government funding will have to commit to a free speech policy. What will that policy be? Well, in short, it would say that people have a right to express an opinion and that you cannot uh, say that just because you've suffered emotional harm another person's right to speak is lost. Mm. You cannot say that a person is not able to come onto a campus and express a view uh, purely because you feel that it will harm your feelings. You know, Jack, I think one of the bigger meta problems that we have as a society right now is that people are so worried about being offended. People are so worried about anything going wrong, that we become totally risk-averse, we become totally fragile, and we fail to solve the very real problems, which actually leads to greater harm in the long term. Now, come on, David, Minister of Regulation. 
go the rest of the way, as you have in the past. Abolish the human wrongs commissariat altogether, especially now that we know just how actively they are working to shut down free speech. Abolish them before Christmas, which Christmas, by the way, their Canadian counterparts are attempting to ban. End all COVID-19 vaccine mandates still in operation. Ensure, as a matter of urgency, in establishment and completion, a full-scale, wide-ranging, independent inquiry conducted publicly with local and international experts into how the COVID pandemic was handled in New Zealand, including covering use of multiple lockdowns, vaccine procurement and efficacy. This memo doesn't seem to have gone out either. Tear fatty orifice is still insisting the Pfizer poison is safe and effective. As you know, and as has been well covered here, a whistleblower with in-house stats indicating otherwise has been arrested and charged. As Paul asked one of his stellar guests on Monday, what country are we in? The vinegar vixens are still calling anyone who questions vaccine efficacy a conspiracy theorist. The Pfizer fascists are going into insurrection mode. I say, as part of the inquiry, investigate whether anyone was getting kickbacks from Pfizer. As for the coalition's capitulation to the evil lunacy of net zero, I shall reserve comment for a future perspective. I hope it's just lip service and that Shane Jones will bring his obvious common sense and his delicious unwokeness to his portfolio. The lifting of the ban on oil and gas exploration bodes well. Overall, it seems we now have breathing space, but the price of liberty is eternal vigilance and a willingness to go peacefully and patriotically to Parliament again, if need be. The fact that Jacinda Jackboot is gone does not mean there's no longer a need for resistance. She was a long time in the making. We have to undertake Gramsci's long march through the culture in reverse. If I may mix metaphors, there are many formidable mountains yet to climb.
RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Loving what you're hearing? Well, the establishment hates it. And right now, they're conjuring up new ways to try and censor RCR. To ensure you never miss a beat of the hard-hitting news you've come to know and love, make sure you're on the RCR mailing list. Get connected now at realitycheck.radio forward slash email.